Here we are. All right. Welcome, everyone, to Prague Will Find a Way podcast. Um, we're in yet another new environment. Yes. We're at my house this time. On the Prague couch. <laughs> the Prague couch. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Uh, so, a few <clears throat> topics today, uh, but want to start with, I don't know if it's really news as much as um, anniversaries, 50th anniversaries of a number of iconic albums. Well, many, many iconic albums, but on kind of the byways of Prague and the birth of Prague, we were just chatting beforehand and figured we'd bring it on. We'd bring it on to the podcast talking about the Beatles, uh, Beatles Atmos releases of the red compilation and the blue compilation. I know growing up, the blue one, I remember a lot. Like I remember listening to that, that I think I had that one. I had magical mystery tour and something else. I, I think Hard that, day's night. Oh, I think the red and the blue were my first two albums that I got by the Beatles. But they I were think. just packed with just oh, they, it was killer every, tunes. Everything was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you just went from song to song to song. And I love that it was like the history of the Beatles all on those like four discs. And just just great songs. But I was kind of on Apple Music a couple of weeks ago and noticed that they had been released. Not And, and it's not just Atmos, but so on the Blue album, they put the new... The new Beatles song that we'll we'll get oh, that's to. on there. That's on that's on the blue oh, the okay. blue one. But they expanded both of them. Oh, they did. They did. They added I don't know maybe eight to ten tracks to okay. to them, and they didn't just put them on the end. They added them throughout In chronologically. The... So now I mean they were great before, but now all the t- all the songs that it was like oh they were 80 or 90% there cuz they were missing a couple of songs at some you know yeah, that key, each person, key songs key songs that people liked sure well now those are on plus more so okay. um and and i don't think it detracts from it at all i think it's very very cool is and it, it is, and and it's cool to hear it in atmos my my biggest surprise was the red one i've been listening just to the red one because they they hadn't gone back and re-released those yet or remixed those so they did all that it's all been remixed okay. whereas on the blue album it's all the remixes from those releases like oh sergeant pepper a few years ago that they've and, been and, doing and, and slowly the, but surely yeah. when they do those deluxe box sets of yeah. each one so now they just did a bunch most of the songs it looked like on okay. on the red album and they're in atmos so they're in atmos so there is a physical release as far as, as I well. know, there's physical releases okay. too. I've seen boxes, pictures of. They look more like LP boxes, so I don't know. <laughs> but but you can't have a Dolby Atmos mix on an LP. No, so. I'm sure that it's an LP with the DVD or oh, the Blu-ray okay. and right. the CDs the whole thing. and the whole thing, yeah. just like they did for you know for the Abbey Road for uh, box set for right. the Sergeant White Peppers album. for the White Album. Yep. Let it be. Yeah, I mean they've been, and I think they did. Uh, Revolver, too. Revolver, yeah, they, but they didn't. Do, they, didn't they didn't go back. Yeah, that. and that's why on those those songs that are on the red uh, compilation, as well as the extra ones that they pulled, those are all now. I think it says either 2022 or 2023 remix right okay. next to the tracks. But they they sound great. I mean, it just sounds good. But yeah, and so of course there's the new Beatles song as well. I've heard it a couple of times. I, you know, to be honest, I had the same reaction I had. It's hard to think that this is a long time ago, right? But the anthology series, remember, that was such a big deal when it came out. And that's a long time ago, 20 years, if not more. 
It's a long time. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. I remember but I getting this, those yeah. little CD boxes yes. when they when they came they, out. They would cut. They would each come out. Yeah, albums, yeah. Right? And I think yeah, but so I it was, was like free on free as a bird. Free as a on, bird on those. It was on the anthology, uh, okay. and there was one of the other. Was it Mighty Love or something? I I don't know. I I apologize. Free as a bird's the the one I remember. But I had the same reaction to to the new one. I was like, oh, interesting, but. Probably maybe more of a negative one this time because it's so far removed from from yeah and it, the song is fine it, yeah. it's the Beatles so everybody is excited about it but uh, you know I I it didn't really grab me I think the difference this time too is those songs like Free as a Bird I mean George was still around but they had worked on that song as a band like the, I think there were tracks as a band. If I'm not mistaken, but this particular track, this was just a John Lennon song, and they got a tape of it, and they added things to it. Yeah, but I, I, I think George had put guitars oh, on okay. it prior okay. to his passing. Right. I, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I did, because all of them are on it in some fashion. Right? right, right, and it sounds like the Beatles. That's the weird. It does. You know, it's just I don't think it's one of their stronger writing efforts. Right. Right. Yeah, I know there's some unreleased stuff people would like to see, as opposed to the kind of new and reimagined kind of things. But yeah, so it's it's part of the canon now. It's on the blue, you know, it's the last thing on the blue album. So um, until whatever anniversary, and then they'll go back the 75th anniversary where it's the it's just the original. It's it's (laughs) only released on album, and it's just the tracks that were there. So, but yes, 1973, that was a pretty big year for Prague. It was a Prague. huge Prague year. Yeah, I have some props here from 73-ish, or facsimiles of. So brain cell surgery, the, the reason why I, all of a sudden I was like, oh yeah, it's because I heard uh, Carnival 9, the entire thing uh, on Sirius XM today, and the, the DJ was like, yeah, we're going to play this now because it's the 50th anniversary of, and I was like, wow, okay. Um, but So we had that album, we had uh, Lark's Tongues and Aspect, this is the reissue so although i do have an original um then we have uh you know we couldn't be bothered having the album so we have the (laughs) booklet for yes songs yes songs yes which was (laughs) a may 73 release which was the triple live album from the close to the edge and fragile tours and that was my that was my second intro to yes so first i got tormato which was we talked about yep. in our first episode, and then the next album I got was Yes Song. So that was an eye opener for me after Tormato. Right? Yeah. Like, well, holy, it's like Whoa. holy cow. Yeah, and it's 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 funny to imagine that it's only like was a five six year difference between the oh, right, two. Right. But now it seems like a lifetime. I it, mean, it's, it's such a different, such a different band, yeah. but also just the it's just a different. Uh, listening experience because it was the live album right so right. it's a little rougher and and uh which which i like about it yeah because i had not heard at to that point any of the studio cuts yeah. of those songs oh, so that my, your, okay. my first my first uh intro to them was all this live stuff okay with of, alan white with alan white or bruford on the, on the, the three songs stuff. that he's on or whatever <laughs> perpetual change and right long uh, distance in the fish, fish. Yeah. right um but uh, I 
that really got me in. And then the, the album cover, the gatefold sleeve that opened up with all the Roger Dean stuff on going it. I was on just like, on. wow, this. And the booklet. This this yeah. is my band now. Yes. <laughs> and the capes. <laughs> I don't know about the capes, but I remember when, because, you know, this is in the days of like Betamax and stuff. Like right. My aunt and uncle had a Betamax machine, and the local video place had the Yes Songs movie. But they only had it in Betamax, so I had to like oh, go over their house, okay. watch it, and uh, I was like, "Wow, <laughs> those were the days." <laughs> those were the days. Yeah, I mean, just such an iconic album. Yeah, just the the amount of songs. It was. I remember. I don't. I did. I don't think I had the album, but my brother did. But it was. It. I mean, you know, I could never get through the three albums at once. Oh, I couldn't sit and get through all three. It yeah, was just too. Know. It was too heavy, you know. know. Hello. <laughs> yes, it's just taking over. We get prog cat, and then of course. Well, speaking of that, I think I, Roger Dean had a cat that walked all over he his paintings. He did. He did. So, so, so this is apropos. The only other cover I have because I I don't have a large collection of albums. I am one of those people that you know fell Divested. in love with when CDs came. You know, eighty three ish, eighty eighty three, right? Eighty three, eighty three ish. Yeah. Um. You know. Boom. Got rid of all the albums and. And uh, and you could, but you could still get good money for albums at that point. And uh, but anyways, uh, Peter Sinfield still, if nothing else, an amazing cover. Um, not a bad album, but funny. I have, those, I have that, but I I I on don't, I don't know like. It's just such. I don't of know its that time. album very well. Yeah, I mean, we could debate the merits of the album, uh, but really, all you have to do is listen to the title track. And the first half, you have Peter on vocals, and then all of a sudden, Greg Lake comes in, and you're like, oh, wow, that's what somebody who can sing sounds right. like. Um, oh. <laughs> no offense. Um, actually, I, I do love that album. Uh, Under the Sky is um, an amazing song, and uh, the players are, are uh, really good, but I don't think, uh, I'm, I'm sure Peter Sinfield would agree that his voice was not the strong point on that album, yeah. but as as um, the whole package with the gatefold and the whole nine yards on yeah. Manticore, yeah, the which ELP was the label, ELP label, was, was uh, great, so... What other albums from that? Well, you know, Brain South Surgery, of course, which was just uh, freaking believable. Yes. Um, Hello. Did you, you know, one of the things nope, I wanted to nope, ask, because, nope, nope. oh, come on, you don't want to ruin the shirt there. Okay, it's time to go. It's not my it's fragile not, shirt. It's not fragile. It's fragile. Um, like, at that time, like, were you listening to music in, in that period of time? Like the in, Oh, in, in that, that early year? 70s? Yeah. No. I'm, if okay. I was listening to music, it was in the backseat of my parents' car okay. listening to AM radio. And it was not... No. My my first albums were... Uh, I think I got Led Zeppelin Four. Okay. All right. And, and Foreigner's first album. That's when wow. I was buying, starting to buy records. Was so like nineteen seventy. Okay, so was your so was foreigner was your door to Prague through the six <laughs> degrees of separation with Ian McDonald? <laughs> no, I, I well, the, like those were my first two albums, and then I was listening to the Beatles like crazy, and yeah. then the Prague stuff was yes was the the gateway. Okay, the gateway with Tornado, and then yes. you know it just all followed. Right, the gate, the gateway, the gates, the gateway to delirium. <laughs> yes. Well, I always found it very interesting because along with like the Led Zeppelin thing, they didn't always put a, a lot of information on the actual record right. sleeve. 
Well, so it was like I was just looking at the records and trying to figure out like when I got when I got Relayer, you know, what's really on here or tales. Right. There's no know. information There's at not all. A lot of and, information. You know, I mean back in I remember you could, you know, go to Woolworths or Carl Graffs or any of those places and they had cutout records, you know, they yeah. were and and they were a buck ninety nine or two ninety nine and you'd leaf through and or I would and it'd be like, Wow, that's a cool cover. Uh maybe I'll buy that, you know. Just I for, don't know what's on. Two bucks. Or even worse, I'd look on the back and they'd have the titles. I wouldn't know anything about the band or the music, but they'd have how long the songs were. And if there was like, you know, a ten minute song and a fifteen minute or a twenty minute <laughs> song, it was like, Whoa, this has gotta be good. And I definitely <laughs> discovered some bands this way, but I, I I bought albums. But that the, was the way I bought an album. The length of songs doesn't necessarily <laughs> translate to quality. Well, I did discover that. Um, in some cases, I was very very surprised. Like um, Nectar, the 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 prog. That's how I discovered them. The album cover, yeah. and I looked down the back, and I'm like, it's one song on one side, and I'm just looking at the at the cover art. I'm like, this is progressive. It has to be. Yeah. And it was. Uh, so, but yes, you could definitely definitely hit some. Uh, you know, some doozies. Eggs. Oh, some doozies. But uh, what what else from '73? Passion Play, Jethro Tull, which to me one of their better albums. Genesis uh, was. Um, uh, that was, you know, that that was it. Selling England was it? Or yeah, was that '74. I can't remember. It was. Or I think Selling was early '74, but Foxtrot was '72. So Genesis Live. Okay. But it's kind of the. It's kind of the the that selling England that, by the pound that doesn't, era. That doesn't have the yeah impact of no. yes songs. <laughs> no, it doesn't because well, it's selling, only a single yeah. album. <laughs> I, you know, selling England by the pound had to be seventy three. I mean, we could just look it up. We'll look that, it that's, up. That's, that's eventually. Yeah. Um. But we we had the same discussion about yes songs. That it could be one of those where yes songs was released in the UK in seventy three. But it was in the U.S. in '74. Oh, no, that was Tales. Tales. Oh, I'm sorry. Tales was Tales, 70, yeah. December '73 for UK, right. and then January '74 yep. for the yep. U.S. Um, which you know that that's unheard of nowadays because everything is on on the internet and you get it immediately. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, well, luckily, to find an import. Yeah, we're we're not we're not popular enough. We, we won't get pillared for the fact yet. <laughs> Like, you know, that we're screwing up. The, yet. The, yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Mark my words. <laughs> All right. Um, any, any other noteworthy releases from that year you want to talk? I mean, there are a lot, but. Anyway. No, we already yeah, talked we... about Tubular Bells. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> yes, we devoted a whole episode to Tubular Bells. All right. So let's let's bring it right up to the present, because the other thing I want to talk about is um, the Robert Fripp at Daryl Hall's yes. uh, Daryl's house, which I believe it was recorded last year. It wasn't recorded. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not recent. I believe it was recorded almost a year ago, the end of 2022. Oh, okay. And it well, because I think he records the whole season and then and then releases and then they've the been put, they've it. been putting it out. But um, if and if you know folks haven't seen or heard yet, you know Daryl Hall started this web show a very long time ago of live music and bringing people in essentially to his house and you know p people get fed and they just make music it's really cool um now he actually owns a club a venue called Daryl's house very nice place yeah it's cool um and and so a new season has started after a break of I think a decade or almost. Oh, a decade. really? It's been a long time. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, yeah, this it's is the weird. first one I've ever yeah. watched because uh -huh. I I saw it and uh, that it was yeah. out, and so I was like, I should check this out. 
and I found it really good. <laughs> no, it was kind of fun because, uh, you know, everyone thinks of Robert Fripp as this really serious guy yeah. because with Crimson, he's sitting on his stool and just playing his guitar and barely acknowledging the audience. It is my general feeling of him from the, the shows that I've been to. Um, but then this one, he's, you know, grinning ear to ear the entire time. He's shocked at the level of musicianship of this band. That's just picking up these songs and playing them. Yep. And um, he genuinely seems to have had a really good time at the, the recording and, and, interaction with this now daryl and robert go back like 40 years right so yeah, they, mid, uh, then they talk about it during this um they you know they met um just on the road uh yeah. you know it's a backstage at a daryl hall and oat show fripp says it was one one time and daryl hall i think said no no, no it was a couple of years earlier at, at a show but anyways and they um you know I think yeah, if you're into this kind of music, you know, then a couple of years later when when Fripp was starting to put together exposure, you know, hey, come sing. And then of course, then he uh, then, you know, Daryl wanted him to produce and play on um, sacred songs, sacred songs. And the record label didn't want Daryl all over exposure was this whole thing. And then Peter Gabriel's albums in the mix, too, there, yeah. you know, Daryl Hall's not on that. But the nexus is is exposure. Um, but yeah, they go, they go, they go way back. And uh, and I mean, Daryl Hall has just always been an amazing vocalist. And I have to say, it's everything you said, like seeing Fripp is relaxed and and whatnot. And he's you know, kind of been having that persona now for, which is very refreshing. But yeah, I mean, to see him actually having a good time with any musician, right? You know, really was um, same as when he was on the road with his wife. I mean, he's just yeah. cinema among musicians, just like you know, I just may I just want to play guitar, you know, and and just and, having a good time. And, and good it's time. pretty neat watching him revisit some of those songs that I'm sure he has not, and he even says yeah, yeah, I haven't played these in these, forty years, right? Since they recorded but, them. But when you listen to some of that stuff now because this was his new york time yep. frame right he was yep. in berlin and new york yep. and you know doing all this stuff with some of the quote-unquote new wave people at the time and right. the the that whole new york scene you know yeah. with blondie and and uh the roaches and right whole, yep the right? whole yep and um it's just interesting to hear some of those songs again in the light of where he was and they do have kind of a little punky when yeah. you burn me up i'm a cigarette is is yeah. kind of like a that's a cbgb's kind of song exactly. you know what i mean yeah 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 and all those and then you know i mean i just thought it was such a cool mix of of songs with the 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 sacred song songs and then the exposure ones um but yeah burn me up i'm a cigarette and i'm like it sounds the the thing that blew me away the most is like Daryl Hall sounds exactly the same, <laughs> like exactly. Even the like, you know, um, I mean, I have all the music equipment too. You can make anything sound like anything, but his voice is still there. But like yeah. you burn me up with the cigarette. I mean, it sounded there or the, um, you know, a, a couple of the other tunes too. It was like uh, you sound NYCNY from say, I mean, it sounded exactly the same. His voice sounds exactly the same. And it's so funny that they both said, you know, 
we haven't played these right. since we were in the yeah. studio because they were in it's not, tour, Fripp never toured Exposure. No, right? they no, and they never other than Breathless, which you know Crimson played. No, right, later but I mean on, like you didn't go know. on a tour for that album or no, anything, they right? never played any of those. I think Daryl has played a few of those songs. Probably. Um yeah. and and I know in past Daryl Hall's years ago, they they've done a couple of the Sacred Songs songs because wh- whoever the guest comes on is like, Oh, I want to play this from Sacred Songs. He's like, Oh, okay. okay. You know, and <laughs> And, and they do, um, but but it, it but not together. Not not together. Not and together. It, it was just, I mean, to that band was just so good. They you can see good. it on Robert's face, like NYCNY <laughs> with those interlocking lines, and that, and and he was just like grinning from ear to ear, looking back and forth. Well, and then they do red. Yeah. Oh, Crimson's well, I was, red, right? I was waiting for red. Oh, okay. That's a whole. Well, that's a whole. Is hero, do we talk about heroes I first? I think then? we talk about heroes, and it was interesting because Daryl Hall is, I, I mean. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying. I'm not not criticizing Daryl Hall at all, but he's been a. St- I guess I'll use the word star for so many years. He's 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 not on the same plane as mere mortals, and I'm. Ju- I say that in a facetious manner because the way he talks, he has that he, persona. He has that yes. air about him yes, where he he's does. just floating a slightly above. Um, and completely understand, and and he's great. But um, you know, when he was talking about heroes, like we usually don't bring songs in, and yeah, well, Robert was a big part of that. But you know, so and that was like, oh, what's he going to do with this? And he kind of slowly went into it. But after the first couple of lines, it was like, whoa! It was I thought he freaking. Yeah. The more the song went on, the more he got into it, and he freaking nailed that song. He nailed it, and then just but also watching them do it, Robert's guitar is iconic on that song and you find and you really get and to you, see that you get to yeah, see it because that's what all he was doing and the, the, they yeah. were not doubling him he was he was just doing that and it was like it was just so cool to see that i've seen the videos online with crimson too but there's a lot going on yeah. with you know, three drummers and all this yeah, yeah. but there this you was know, more just i mean and it just highlighted that that guitar that he did on that song which which is sonically part of the the fabric of that song and just yeah. how it all holds together. Yeah. It was just every, every song. And what else did they, Babs and Babs, I thought that was amazing. Fripp yeah. just sat there for most of the song and then went in for the Frippertronics <laughs> part, which is cool. But then he kind of, you know, then he started yeah. playing over at the end. And then the the last thing they did, farther, um, the the farther yeah. away I am, the same, the way that the sacred songs, yeah. um, I thought that was, that was freaking amazing too. I think they did. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun right. just to watch. So Red... So red, I thought was really cool. I thought it was the wildest thing um, because it's so different. I mean, it was the song. It was the song, but but Daryl playing piano on top of it. It was like Keith yeah. Tippett was there, whatever, right? right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was funny because some people are commenting, "Oh, he's not playing the right chords." But actually, if you look, he's got an iPad on the piano. He's reading the music. Yeah. So, but I know what he was doing. He's playing the chord changes, and the problem is that that is that is like the chord is the song, but then for other parts, they're playing things that are dissonant to that. And that's why. But to your point, it gave it that Keith Tippett. Yeah. It gave that. And, and there were some lines where I'm like, there's no, you know, because Daryl said a couple of times, you know, he, he emphasized. We've never played this We've song We've never before. played that. And Robert told me Crimson takes three days to get this. And, and um, here we go. You know, they went in and did it. And there were some parts where he was. So I don't know if they had played it, but he'd certainly listened to it because oh, of course there, right. there, they had to listen. There to was it a to flow it, right? there, but I just thought it was the coolest thing because even when Crimson was, you know, the last 
the last go around when they actually had a keyboard player, yeah. Bill Bill Rieflin or, or Jeremy uh, Stacy afterwards. They never really did, nobody was doing that. Like you know, right. I, well they had red. the keyboard. The other keyboard player, the synth player. Yes, was and doing he was stuff, yeah, right? he, he was yeah, he, he was mimicking the lead line. The lead right? and and the, but he put some organ in some places too, and I was like, oh, that sounds very cool too. But to yeah. hear Daryl in some of the spots, and and you looked over and 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 it was funny because the angle they had sometimes, you know, Daryl would play something cool, and then I'd see Robert's head turn and look at him because I was like, oh, that was a cool little lick he was playing. But it was funny as I <laughs> and I I watch it wrong because I just hit it on YouTube and it's like just the clips show up. Yes. So I'm watching the clips out oh, of order. Okay. So red yeah. came up first and that's what I saw first. And the way they filmed it, it's like, you can't even see that there's a bass player there because he's like, doesn't show up in most of the shots right. during red, but yeah. he shows up later. He does. He's yeah. there. Obviously, he's there, but yeah, I'm like, you can, and you, and you can hear him. Yeah. Um, like where's the bass player. Yeah. But he's behind the other keyboard player and he's, you, you never really see him playing. I tell you, it was great to hear Red, uh, all this stuff. But Red was cool because the the, the Daryl's drummer there, he's got he's not using much of a drum kit. He's not like a big, huge pocket. Yeah. I mean, it was eighty percent was just cymbal, hi, you know, hi hat, snare, and and he had a couple of toms. But, but didn't he they really use those too? Yeah, the percussionist yeah. too, which was cool. But he was. He was kind of laying back a little during Red, yeah. but there were some parts where then he'd be hitting the congas, and I was like, man, that just sounds so cool in there, <laughs> the, the the way they were doing that. Yeah. It was like, and then at the end, they were all like, whoa. You know, they, yeah. I mean, they, they, you could tell they, they screwed up the coming out of the, you know, part, but they're, they're all kind of laughing about it, but it was but just like, whoa. Yeah. But <laughs> I think that, that is part of the, uh, the idea of this session. Right. right? Yeah. They're playing. And they're just this is it's what playing, it is. Getting together, it's live. It's yep. it's making mistakes, whatever. And they're playing songs by people that they haven't. You know, it's not like like they said we right. didn't practice this. I mean, when we're are just you... we're just jumping in. <laughs> when are you going to hear those songs again? You know, right. true. Now that Crimson well, is allegedly, I know. I don't gone. know. You know, I mean, stranger things have happened. Maybe this will put the fire under uh, Robert's butt. He'll do or like Robert a solo will do thing. something else. Yeah, or he'll do something because else. I think maybe. I, who knows? I I don't know. I the inner workings of of Robert Fripp's head, but the the idea in the past is he he puts this group together and they they create this music and there's yep. always got to be like a new reinventioning of themselves and and they're playing and they're creating music right yep this was more like let's play these songs but let's let's not practice and right. let's just go go for it and i think he it looked like he was having a fantastic time so, yeah and i and think daryl too daryl was like oh yeah and, and he, i haven't watched the other show so right. i don't really know what he's like with these other people yeah. for all i know he's exactly the same with everybody yeah or this was like, or he was like genuinely like, that was awesome. We got to do this again. Yeah, I I haven't watched. There's maybe four or five of this season. I know there's one with um the guy from uh, Squeeze, uh, uh, Glenn Tilbrook. 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 So he does one with him. Think he does one with Tommy Shaw. I saw that and on there's the list, but yeah. I didn't know which and were new, which were one, old. But, or... So I don't know. I I don't know. Like it's different now because it's in a different setting. I'm used to the years ago ones where it was a diff. It was a different setting, different band. Um, some people who've passed on. 
but um, it, it was just a different kind of uh, slightly different kind of vibe. Um, and, and this the, band was good. Yeah, I really like. No, no, this they, band they were, was they were, no, this band know. was really good. And actually, they all like. I was just very impressed that they would ju- just nothing was over the top. Like the keyboard dude had one keyboard, but he was doing a lot of stuff. The yeah. drummer didn't have this huge ass kit you know neil pear kit going around the sun and and they were all just kind of in sync clearly the music but the music they picked to play was not that kind of music anyway right so they it's not right pick uh in the court of the crimson king to play they played red right which is a three-piece generally a trio kind of power power trio tune but the yeah i mean the song selection was just great that was just just a lot of fun enjoyable yeah, so we recommend you, it. Oh, two thumbs up. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, then uh, go just turn off this darn <laughs> podcast and go live, run. watch it. Run, <laughs> run to Daryl's house. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, what if what what happens next. All right. I that's think it. That's, that's a lot. That was a yeah, lot. Yeah, that was a lot. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, it, it's November. <laughs> That was like yes. there was yeah we we haven't recognized other tubular bells which we spent a lot of time on it you know seventy three Pink, right? Pink Floyd yeah seventy three was a was a huge year I'm I'm bummed we missed seventy two but hey yeah <laughs> we can still talk about well it. you know we'll we'll get to seventy nine and we'll really we'll really start rocking with uh, Tormato and Love Beach right oh and, that was uh, seventy eight but oh, it's okay. okay. <laughs> 78 not right. to correct yes. you but I'm okay then, you. then uh, l- um excuse me then uh that would be works volume two and yeah, right. <laughs> that whole that whole getting into the 80s era yeah. uh but that's another time another place all right well thank you very much for tuning in and uh we'll see you next time on next time, prog will find a way if you want it to